Welcome to Climb Your Mountain, the only podcast that teaches you how to use coaching, neuroscience, and mindfulness to overcome life's challenges. I'm Sarah Maurer, a certified life and performance coach, breathwork facilitator, and trance geek. Each week, I show you how to change your brain fast for good and without struggle. Whether you're training to climb an actual mountain, building a business, dating, or planning a fucking rebellion, these tools will help. Listen and learn so you can enjoy more of what you want. Happiness, fun, connection, creativity, courage, and the occasional mountaintop moment. Ready? Let's do this. Hey, friends, and especially hey to all my friends who are writers, artists, musicians, podcasters, content creators, bloggers, anyone that has to create content regularly. I recorded today's episode especially for you with you in mind. Have you ever done that thing where you're just sitting in front of your computer waiting for inspiration to come and it just feels so constipated like it is not (laughs) happening for you in the moment when you really need it? Friends, I totally can relate to that. I was a freelance writer for several years and so literally my livelihood depended on my ability for the creative to flow. And it's really tough when it's just not happening. So I wanted to record this episode to share all my best techniques as a brain-based coach, as someone who uses neuroscience to just really nudge the brain and get it to do what we want it to do. Um, how do you really apply that to create creativity? And specifically, I want you to think about what it would be like to just be like a raging river of ideas, of content, of creation, maybe a supernova exploding, a volcano, whatever your metaphor is. Like, what if you could be that volcano of just like content exploding everywhere? You can't stop it. It just needs to come and be shared with the world. It's under so much pressure to come from you to your audience. So yeah, this I'm going to share in this. This was an Instagram live I did that you're about to hear. And in it, I share about, I think about eight tips for creating that kind of flow, that kind of creativity in your life. Um, The sound quality might be not exactly what you're used to. I I wasn't wearing my mic, unfortunately, when I made this, but yeah, I think it's still worth sharing. So enjoy and let's get to it. Hello, all my my dope ass humans. (laughs) I actually put that in my status on Instagram, you know, like now where you can just like in the, I think it's in the messaging place. You can put like a little message to all your followers and I think I I put yesterday something like, I see you, you dope ass human. And I got like, like woke up to like so many people like back at me, like, hey. So I feel like that hit. I think I'm gonna call y'all my my dope ass humans forever. So yeah, welcome to my live. And I'm gonna, I wanted to just like hop on a little bit today and kind of riff on something that's been really present for me, kind of close to my heart. I'm like kind of feeling in my power in this area, like as a creator at the moment. And that is just creativity. How do you create boundless creativity for yourself? Um, So that it's just, you've probably felt this, right? If you are some kind of creator, there are seasons where you feel really stuck, kind of constipated with the, the creativity. And there's times when it's just like, 
flowing out of you. Like you can't even stop it. I've had a few folks like notice that it's been happening for me lately. I've done a couple of podcasts this week. This might also become a podcast. I've done a lot on Instagram this week. I just feel like I have so much to say and it cannot wait. Like fuck this thing where we do a podcast like once a week on Wednesday. I just want to say it to you now because I feel like there's a lot that is important that needs to be said. So how do you, so what I want to talk about today is how do you kind of help your brain get in that state where the creativity is flowing. This is really helpful for those of you who are actually creating something like a novel or a piece of art or music, whatever it is for you. It's also really important, I think, for those of you who are creating something in your life. Are you stepping into a new business, a new job? Um, are you like, I think this can even like play into like dating and finding love. Like how do you put yourself out there, be creative, be your most creative self. So yeah, I'm going to share a couple things that I've kind of been gathering that have kind of really been working for me in this season of life just to really help those creative juices flow first thing I want you to do, really find ways to take the pressure off. If you're like a blogger, um, a business owner that posts on social, like you've probably had this experience where it's on your calendar to create content and it's scheduled like that you sit down at your computer and write something amazing at this time and you sit down and you try to like rev up your brain to, and then like you're grasping around, like looking at all these different ideas and just everything feels like crap. <laughs> it's just not working, right? So yeah, like I think there is a time sometimes, I'm gonna talk in a few minutes about the garbage post challenge, which is another thing you can try, like whenever you really need to create content and just nothing's coming. But another way, one thing I've really been experimenting with in this season of life is this idea of just never forcing it. And what that has meant for me has been treating like the times when I do feel creative, when my ideas are flowing, when I feel like this call to share, like really treating that as sacred. Like I'm on a Facebook Live with you right now and guys, I haven't even brushed my teeth yet. Like I'm like, I just really need to do this while the feeling is there. I'm striking while the iron is hot. Usually it is in the morning for me. I'm like, ooh, I just woke up with a bunch of good ideas. I want to go and share. Now, this state, this might not always look completely neat. So, you know, this urge to share these great ideas, they might come to you when you're doing something else, when you can't hop on a live, when you can't make a post, when you can't like record a podcast. That's okay. To, like, to the degree that it's possible for you, what if you could just pause and just maybe jot down some ideas in your phone, maybe, you know, make a voice memo if that feels good. Just capture what that is like for you, what is what is calling to you. And then it's much easier later to go and share that. If you feel called, you can put it up as an Instagram post, Facebook post, like you could make a podcast. You can reuse your ideas in a million ways, and I really hope that you do. So yeah, really kind of, Getting away from this masculine energy where we have to make a post on a schedule like every week and kind of 
even if you're a man, I think we both have masculine and feminine kind of feeling into this feminine idea that, yeah, we can really create when creating feels good. And I think your audience will actually really feel that. Another way to kind of make more creativity in your life is to cultivate boredom. <laughs> it's so funny. I talked about this a little bit in the podcast about spiritual getaways that I just did. How boredom, like, like especially in our culture, being bored is seen as a really bad thing. We kind of associate it with being lazy, being, you know, disconnected, being without ambition, being like with less self-worth. What if that's all bullshit? Like, what if boredom is actually a necessary ingredient for creativity? And neuroscience actually shows that this is true. I have clients come to me all the time and they're like, oh, I'm, I'm just bored. I don't know what's wrong with me. I'm like bored with my life. And I always get excited. I'm like, oh my gosh, how are we going? to use that like this is this is gold <laughs> this boredom is actually a really important time and often it's a very creative time it's the time that's kind of the fuel for your creativity and um i think like a really good metaphor for this is just thinking about like the seasons like this whole idea of like fertile darkness like like we did the, a really cool breathwork meditation on the winter solstice this year and it was the whole idea of just like kind of like everything is underground it's gathering strength it's gathering energy so in the spring it can just all oh, like blossom forth kind of like right now it is in Denver like I just went for a walk and there's flowers just popping up everywhere but what had to happen for that to happen there was a lot of work that went on under the surface in the dark under the snow for those seeds for those bulbs to just gather their fuel and gather their plan and get ready to I don't know if the bulbs actually have a plan but get ready to like spring up whenever the conditions were right so you are like that too you definitely we have seasons of life where you're just kind of in that fertile darkness, gathering your energy, gathering your strength, gathering your creativity so it can all explode. So how does this look in real life? I like a funny story I heard that I'll tell. Um, I think this, I can't, I wish I could remember her name. This was such a good story, but I think she's a, a coach like me and she was at, um, a week long, I think, I almost called it a vacation. It probably didn't feel like a vacation. Visiting the in-laws. She was at their house for a week in another state, away from work, away from her, um, all her, her normal like comforts and just kind of having to hang out with the family and yeah there was just not a lot of things she enjoyed doing she talked about how boring it was like the family just likes to watch tv i'm just hanging around kind of going out of my mind and it was a few days of that and she says after a few days i like just grabbed a piece of paper and wrote <laughs> i didn't even know i was gonna do this i wrote a bunch of emails to launch like a new offer like a new coaching offer Offer, like a workshop or a course I can't remember what it was she was just like feeling so called to create and she's like I wrote seven emails and I eventually like went back home sent them out and had like a ten thousand dollar launch she's like yeah I've never done that before I'm usually not that motivated <laughs> I'm usually not that creative but yeah like she kind of had to be in a place 
where she was still, where she was bored, in order for that creativity to really, and that motivation to really just spring forth. So yeah, don't fear boredom. And in fact, maybe it's a good idea to look for ways that, that you can be a little more bored and embrace ways that you can be a little more bored. So yeah, and we'll talk a little bit about that in some of the, the other tips I'm gonna share. Um, another thing I really think it's important to cultivate as a creative person is silence. Um, a coach I really love, her name is Whitney Barbary. She talks about like, Sometimes we're so busy, like on the Instagram, if we're creators looking at artwork, reading books, like really consuming other people's art, other people's content, that we really hear their voices so much louder than we hear our own. And that's her big thing. She's like, your voice must be the loudest voice. And if it's not, you got to clean that shit up. So whether that means going into your Instagram feed, you know, unfollowing people who you tend to like put above yourself or compare yourself to, um, whether that means kind of putting yourself on an information diet, you're not consuming so much art, so much content, so much whatever, so that you can really like kind of look inward and see, you know, what do I want to create? What's important to me? And really hear that voice that's speaks to you. Um, that is, I think, a really important thing to do, especially if you're kind of a creative that's in the comparison game that just feels like there's a lot of noise in your head about, oh, should I do it like Susie? Should I do it like this? She's doing it this way. And it's so successful. That's her way. <laughs> what is your way? That's what you got to figure out. And you got to make silence and space and room so you can hear your voice on that. Another way to really get these creative juices flowing, I want you to really focus on noticing your thoughts. A lot of times we have thoughts that like, oh, I just don't have very many ideas or I'm not good at this. I mean, you can think anything you want fundamentally. So what if you decided to think, I'm just full of ideas. Ideas just never stop coming to me. They never stop flowing out of me. I am a abundant, fucking abundant with my ideas. And <laughs> this thought was actually offered to me by one of my coaches, Simone Soul, in a workshop that I did recently. I'll tag her. She, she talks a lot about just productivity, creativity, how to get things flowing. But yeah, like what if that's true? That <laughs> There are endless ideas and you just really, when you make the space, the silence for them to flow, when you let go of perfectionism, when you let go of them needing to be good even, <laughs> yeah, so many ideas can come from you. There is so much in you that is worth saying, that you want to say, that you feel called to say, that people need to hear. What if that is true? So I want you to really, you know, notice when you're going to the place of scarcity, like shit, I got to post tomorrow and I don't know what I'm going to post about and just be like, hey, it always comes to me. If it always comes to me, what would I say? <laughs> just inviting it to come forth. And um, yeah, I, I'm like looking at my notes here. I'm like, yeah, oh, here's another thing that I think people do that's kind of funny whenever we're kind of feeling scarcity around our ideas, we'll get like one amazing idea. Like maybe we're driving the car or in the shower. We don't have a way to record it. And um, we will do something like, 
<laughs> like, like it will like slip out of our head. I have long COVID. Like I have COVID brain. This happens to me all the time. I'm like, oh shit, <laughs> what was that? And I'm like sitting there like freaking out trying to like think of this one awesome idea. But like, what if you don't even need that idea? What if you are so abundant, so amazing at coming up with ideas? Like you can lose a bunch of them and it don't even matter. <laughs> and often when you kind of like let it go, it will just come back to you anyway. And if you're freaking out that might not happen. So yeah, this whole abundance thing works for you in that way as well. Another thing I want you to play with, I talked about this in um, the podcast more extensively, the Spiritual Getaway Podcast. The Spiritual Getaway Podcast is all about this. But the whole idea of novelty is really important for your brain, for creativity. So in the idea, that what the neuroscience tells us about creativity is that a lot of times we're just kind of going through our normal life, our brain, it likes to fire the same pathways and kind of think the same thoughts and go through the same processes, run the same programs. And it's very attached to being efficient. It doesn't like to come out of that easily. So one of the ways you can kind of like nudge it, give it a little nudge to fire new pathways is to kind of create novel experiences in your life. And I talk in the podcast about like taking yourself to a new place. Like that's one way you can do it. You can listen to new music. You can work in a different area of your house. If you usually sit at your desk, try like sitting on the floor. Like there's endless ways to really, um, to, to encourage your brain to, experience something new, try something new, fire a new pathway. It really sometimes just as simple as what can I do differently? How can I break out of my rut, my habit, my pattern into something my brain does not expect? I actually, like, like a funny aside, I actually interviewed a neuroscientist about this and wrote this up for a national magazine back when I was freelancing. And the thing that set me on this path of like wanting to learn more about like why novelty is so good for creativity is that it happened to me. I was on vacation. I was in Thailand. I was riding an elephant. I know we have kind of like, this was like 15 years ago. I know now we have like more awareness around animals and exploitation. I'm like, should I change that part? But it's actually like written in the article, which is still out there. <laughs> My shame is captured forever. I was riding on an elephant, but you know, I mean, elephants, I, I, it was novel, right? My, I had never done that before. My brain was just in a really like interesting place. It's also a little boring when you're on an elephant, like after the first dopamine pit, like like, shit, I'm on an elephant. It takes, you know, you kind of are, it takes a long time. Elephants are not very fast. You're just kind of up there riding along. It's a little bilateral stimulation moving from side to side. And so, yeah, like about five minutes into my elephant ride, I just started to have like, I was writing a book at the time and I was really stuck and I was stuck on this one particular problem. I'm like, okay, they've gotten this far. Now, like what's going to happen here at this part of the book? And it just came to me. And then another thing came to me and I'm like, oh yeah. And then they're going to do this. And then this is going to happen. And pretty much I like rewrote the book, like from the middle to the end, like riding on the back of the elephant in like 20 minutes. And I was like, so excited. I'm like, I cannot wait to get back to my hotel and actually like write down like everything that's come to me. Like it was amazing 
amazing. It was just like this supernova of creativity. And I really do think it came from just being in like a really novel situation in a new place doing something I had never done before that was really different. <laughs> Elephant <laughs> in Thailand. <laughs> and yeah, so I don't know if there's a, there, what, 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 how can you make that work for you is a really good question to ask. You don't necessarily have to go to Thailand. Maybe you just go to a park in your, in your town that you've never been to before. Go to a museum you've never been to before. Like I said, it can be like just anything that asks your brain to do something different. So another tip, I have not numbered these, but yeah, this is another one from Simone Soul that I think is super awesome. It's called the Garbage Post Challenge. So if you are someone where perfectionism tends to get in the way of your creativity, when you're sitting down, you're like, oh, I have this idea, but what if, you know, what if these people don't like it? Like, is it weird? Like, you know, how do I say it so that everyone loves it? Which is impossible, right? <laughs> so if you're, if you're kind of like, or you like worry about what people will think when you put it out there. So garbage post challenges for you, for all you perfectionists. And the way it works, you're going to create 100 pieces of content and just post them in a month. <laughs> and you're not gonna worry about them being good. You're not gonna worry about what other people will think. You're not gonna worry about them making sense. Like maybe you just put a picture with fucking gibberish on it if you're, you know, running behind in your challenge and need to catch up. And really the point of the garbage post challenge is to really kind of get yourself used to just being out there and, you know, being messy, like sharing, like whatever is present without your, you won't have time to think that much about it just because there is, <laughs> you got to do so many, right? You got to do a hundred, you got to do like three or four a day. And if you take a day off, you got to do more, right? So it was really funny. I've been doing this for a couple months and really loving it. I've kind of been, now that I post a lot on social. I've kind of been shifting it into different iterations. So I kind of have a, like a garbage podcast challenge because I always like kind of freak out about, I'm like, oh, is this really good enough to be a podcast? Will anybody really care? And like, what if there is value in just people seeing my face, hearing my words, seeing me as I am? Like, what if that is medicine? What if that is needed? I, that's kind of the thought that I'm really working from. And what if it doesn't even matter what I say? As a breath worker, like I can tell you, this is so true. Your energy is so much more important as you're leading, facilitating the session. Like, yeah, I have things I say all the time and I'm like, do people get tired of hearing this? And the answer is it don't matter. Like it don't matter at all what I say. Like my energy, my care for them, like my own going first and kind of dropping into you a trance in myself before I ask them to come with me is really like to like a hundred times more important than any word that's coming out of my mouth and yeah like that's something I, I've realized through that process and it, I think it's so true like on social your intention your energy your desire to share seeing a fucking human face talking like like that's so much more important to people than anything that is a message or anything like thing you could teach them really really believe that your presence and your words and your intention is medicine that it matters that it is important that it is needed in the world and just like start spraying that shit 
everywhere. <laughs> That's the garbage post challenge. <laughs> and last one, and this kind of goes along with uh, with um, garbage posts, like just putting it out there and just trusting that, you know, the act of putting it out there is a good thing. Really trust yourself. Like, <laughs> there's a million, like, performative, like, annoying, like, influencers, posters, business people, coaches that are like sound like a fucking self-help book that are just like writing platitudes and like really boring advice online. Like, how can you just be more of you online? How can you speak from your heart? How can you really just be in the moment and so present? People like even if people don't love it, like who cares? But people do really love that shit. Like I think that is such a way to connect, to be pure, to be like speaking directly from your truth. And I, I really like believe if there's something that you want to post and you feel a little like icky about it, you're like, ooh, this might not be loved by everyone. Definitely post that. <laughs> Just like, 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 hold your nose and and jump in and into the deep end and just hit post and. Yeah, like that is really, I think, how you build connection online, you build like people knowing you, trusting you, caring about what you have to say. That is how you do good in the world, because then once they, you have that connection with people, you're able to offer your, your medicine, your presence, your um, whatever it is that, that makes you able to give value back like that's really the like, like that that connection that you make when you're being a real person online when you're trusting yourself when you're just posting kind of off the cuff from the heart going fast not really really caring what other people think it, it's gonna polarize some people there's probably gonna be some people that are like oh I see the real you and it's not for me. Unfollow. That's great. <laughs> you want to get rid of all those people. <laughs> and then there's people that are going to see you and they're going to be like, oh my gosh, she is so weird in all the ways I'm weird. I, I just love her. I can't get enough of her. <laughs> so <laughs> yeah, really lean into that. Like be, let you be you. Trust yourself. Trust your truth. Like really speak from what's true for you. Forget all the self-help books and saying the right things and giving value and all that shit they teach you and these online courses and just, just what would it be like just to come and be you like and post what gives you joy and trust that that is the best thing to do and that is the best way to achieve anything you want to achieve online or if this is also true when you're writing like when you're writing a book like there's so many people that write like really boring books now that we can self-publish all those <laughs> hi obi all those self-published boring books are out there like what if you wrote a book that was just really you and really weird and really wild and or if, if you are not like that like maybe a book that's, that's pretty serious and talking about all the things that are important to you but in a way that is coming like straight from you that intense people can feel yeah like what if your book really was you <laughs> pure you and it's different from all the other like kind of performative like annoying like this is good writing books that are out there 
I really want you to lean into that. Make sure there's lots of you and what makes you special and your special flavor in that book, in that art, in whatever it is that you're creating. So friends, I think that is a lot of, this is like such, I'm always like, I'm gonna go on and it's gonna be like a five minute live and I don't even know how long it is, but it's definitely longer than five minutes. But I hope it was helpful for you. If you have questions, if you have things that are helpful for you, I'd love to hear them. I'm like, what the, I always need creative creativity tips, send me all your tips. Definitely reach out to me on Instagram. And other than that, I'm going to sign off, let you get on with your day. And yeah, take care.